Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott. And with me, we've got my two good friends, Jay Beaverton and the Irish Giant. And if you're new to the show, welcome back. Uh, welcome back. This We're is a international now. <laughs> yes, we are international. Uh, yeah. So we do beard stuff. We talk about beards, beards product, beard reviews, uh, manly things, sometimes like cigars, etc. Uh, then we will at some point taste a tasty beer or some kind of brewed beverage and talk about the notes, where it comes from. And next we will have a, hopefully a tasty bourbon, sometimes or not. And we'll review that as well. And then if you stay to the end, uh, we do a silent B, which is basically kind of just stuff that doesn't fit in the show, you know, B for bullshit, B for awesome, whatever. You can use what you want to for the term there. All right. B, B for awesome, huh? Be for awesome. You're exactly. one of those homeschool kids, I'm guessing. It's be awesome, bro. Wow. Be, is that what? Oh, okay. Yeah. So first up, uh, we did a, I guess for the last three weeks or so, we've been testing a beard product. It's a beard butter. And this is from the beard guys with a Z. With a name. Z. Yep. And so beard butter, it's basically just a, it's not an oil. It's like a, almost like a shea butter you, you put on your beard to help hydrate it. Uh, make it smell nice or hopefully smell nice nobody and else disappointed that it didn't look it didn't look like butter you had to you had to like you couldn't just take a knife and, and spread it on nobody okay just me all right fine. Uh, just just you I mean, it kind of looks like whipped butter it like does yeah a package you know that's true yeah all right so what did you guys think about this very subdued kind of scent it wasn't like very floral it didn't like kind of smack in the face like some of the other products have, because I know that the, the the beard wash was a little bit more fragrant than this. This is more subdued. It's still, I didn't notice any bad reactions with my skin at all. It was pretty easy to use after, I usually use it after I'm done in the shower. Yeah, it's pretty good, uh, pretty good. It still smelled nice. I mean, it still had like the notes and everything, but like slight citrus notes, but but yeah, it's, it's, good. it's a good after shower product, I think. Yeah, I, I liked it too. Um smell to me is more like not it's not like a like a beard oil or the beard shampoo we did before it's more mm. almost like a perfume or cologne to me like really i didn't get that not yeah that's what i get mm. it reminds me of um bigelow products like the bigelow wash you can get from uh, i think bed and bath no what's that the other one the girly store bed oh uh oh um uh, it was in the mall i mean the mall, the mall. So, uh that place that you walk by, it's all in Bed, Bath and Beyond, or no, no the other bed, Bath, Bath and Body, Body Works. Works. Bath and Body Works. Yeah. There we are. Yeah. And the smell just wafts into the, and it's like all pink inside the store. I'm like, it's a lot of pink. Yeah. Sets my allergies off. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, it reminded me of that kind of like cologne okay. smell. Um, I will say the application, I, I prefer beard oil to the butter. Like, I feel like if I don't rub it in right, it looks like I have like a, you know, like a, went to town on a milkshake just all this white uh, kind of everywhere so i had to uh you milkshake, really have to kind of, you say milkshake yeah, yeah, yeah. Your milkshake bring all the boys to the yard there buddy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh you got yeah, him. Yeah. you got me God. it definitely has a lot of coconut in it and it, and it yeah, smells like that. shea butter as well and i got one of the main ingredients is shea so there you are and coconut oil but I thought it was real nice. Like I wouldn't necessarily use it as a daily product because I kind of, like I said, I preferred the oil. And I kind of like take it for what it is. 
I like the oil and kind of how that glistens, but this doesn't have like that nice sheen to it. Mm. But when you touch your face, it'll come with oil in your hands. So that's kind of a, a bonus, I suppose. Yeah, it definitely doesn't leave a residue when you because it's it's pretty clean. It comes it it comes on clean. You do have to make sure you rub it in completely to to get the traces away. But yeah, it's it's it didn't. But yeah, sometimes I get that with beard oil too. Like because I have to wash my hands again once I I apply the beard oil. I'm like I don't like that. But yeah, with this, it's just you just wipe <laughs> my hands on my already wet towel that I have just out of the shower, and then I'm done. It's it's a nice little product. What do you think, Peter? How how did you rate it? I liked it, uh, but not so much for the the way that it affected the facial hair. I just found that it it kind of uh, made the skin underneath a little happier and and hydrated and stuff like that. But I mean, personally, the the oil I like better as far as making the uh, the facial hair softer and uh, and a little bit more pliable. But uh, the scent was nice. Um, it's like you said, just having to like you know just you got to make sure. I had to make sure that my facial hair and everything was was really well patted dry after a shower. Otherwise, it tended to just kind of like smear and get greasier feeling than it actually is. So for me, it was dry skin, dry hair, rubbed it in until it was gone, and it made the skin underneath happy. But other than that, as far as the actual beard, no, I didn't really notice that big of a difference compared to the oil. I, I like the oil a little bit better. Yeah, I, I say the oil, I think, made my beard feel softer. Than, than yeah exactly mm. yeah versus versus the butter i think was was better for the skin yeah i can i can see that for sure it puts the butter on its skin <laughs> or it gets the hose again buffalo bill two b's right there there they are <laughs> not to be confused with buffalo trace yeah exactly yeah don't want, you don't want to get your buffaloes uh mixed up on that one for sure <laughs> end up with a tasty bourbon or you end up in a pit uh being being hosed down by some crazy i won't i won't say what uh, the person was but just someone who's crazy i'll still leave it that silence of the lambs folks good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie yeah but yeah it's uh uh recommends products I, i've been pr- fairly happy with all the products that we that we've tried so far yeah they've all been uh better than i thought they would be just from having a z in your name i always question yeah, that right you know? What is the Z? Is it backwards on the product, or is it, is it <laughs> no, backwards? That's I how you know that it's oh, yeah. quality. Is, is it backwards like the hat or not? Because you know how much bro is there. Mm, yeah, you never know. It could be the side, slightly the side. <laughs> Actually, I uh, we sell it where I work, and and it's just it's just the actual just regular orientation Z. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Street Z. Straight Z. <laughs> All right. So also um, on our beard products and beard reviewing, uh, Jim found an awesome article. It was actually, I thought, a really cool article uh, from New York Times. And I'll let him talk a little bit about it. Yeah, uh, just perusing the internet as I do, I ran across it. Uh, It's from, I try to stay current because some of the beard articles I come up with are are kind of like they've been around for since last year, a couple of years ago. But it's basically, it's just more about maintaining the beard short kind of just sum it up uh things are opening up but you can't get the kind of detailed attention that you got before the pandemic because uh everybody still yeah you just have to wear a mask when you go to the barber so you can't get like the beard trim you can't get the hot towel all the all the nice manly things you can get yeah. when you're getting your beard done somewhere. yeah and that helps and all that stuff helps keep your your beard under control so they kind of point out 
since we've kind of had to go back to work and even some companies are uh, telling employees, if you have a beard, you have to, you have to clean it up for zoom meetings because we still want to present at least they don't want you looking like you are homeless or a hobo on the zoom because <laughs> you're meeting with clients. So you right. still have to maintain some kind of professional air about it. But, uh, but they kind of give you some tips on maintaining at home uh, clippers, in fact, uh, specific um, scissors to kind of keep the beard trimmed. On yeah, the- I thought it was nice that they they said you know use the clippers so you get a nice even shave or even hair uh, length, and then use your your snippers or your your scissors to get the wily ones to get away from you. Mm-hmm, so. Exactly. Plus, like they uh, they said. Uh, what masks might be more comfortable to wear, like the the one with the ear loops and not the one that tie in the back, which I tend to prefer the ones with the ear loops myself, just because it doesn't feel like I'm being suffocated slowly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or no one coming behind me with chloroform. <laughs> Try working a nine hour shift with that on. Yeah, it's, well, like you, you work in healthcare. So what mask do you use when you, when you're working? Yeah, I just use the one with the loops. Okay, right. So you don't, is, is that the one you preferred to the one that's tied in the back? Yeah, the ones that's tied at the back, they just, I, I don't know. It, it, I find it, I can't control, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I can't really control like where the pressure is applied to the mask mm-hmm. as well as the other ones. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. No, so. it makes sense. Um, and plus, I don't know. It's just it, it might be just the manufacturer that we have the the metal piece up where the the nose goes uh, on the loop mask is better, and uh, I, it forms a really good seal so that I, I'm not fogging up my glasses. Right. So yeah, that's that's the one that I like. Yeah. And then yeah. and then and then yeah, but, and then I trimmed. I think I went to a six or a seven on my guard because otherwise, like the the beard was just poking out all all crazy looking and it was all on camp so mm-hmm. yeah that's i think a lot of people that have to wear a mask for longer than a few moments going out to get groceries would kind of agree also but yeah the article i'm glad the article talks about that again it talks about they actually talked to barbers that have some pretty hype like michael kane is mentioned in the article about that kind of stuff and also like uh what else did they mention uh maintaining your skin also using moisturizer i was surprised uh what they talked about basically one of the, the barbers uses cells and blue basically you know some kind mm-hmm. of like uh anti yeah yeah it's not dermatologist uh, andruff. it was andruff. Andruff. yeah yeah to get under the skin and i guess the acid in there will help uh remove dead exfoliate uh, exfoliate is the word that they use but yeah some some good definitely some good uh, information in the article and it was a good read i enjoyed reading it yeah that's pretty fun i i so the closing out line was kind of got i thought it was interesting it's something like uh you know if you mess up your beard don't worry it always grows back mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah that's kind of cool then i was like well you know if it has been literally five months growing my beard and I, and I mess up trimming it, then I have to restart it. I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's going to suck. So maybe, you know, take well, some effort you, when you're doing it. Don't just like shave off your beard or yeah, have to exactly. think you have to restart it all the time. Yeah. There's not, it, it, it just shows that there, there's, there are two, there's beyond two choices. There's beyond letting it go like grow out crazy and, and shaving it all off. You can, you can trim it and treat it and, 
and and keep it kept even under these conditions. Well, I think that's uh that's our fun beard portion of the show. We are going to segue now into the brews portion. All right, so now we have our nice cold ice beverage. Little sound effect there for you. Yeah. All right. So Jim, why don't you tell us what we're drinking tonight? Well, this is Rogue Dead Guy. I'd say this is their the beer that they're most known for. Uh, it's been around for oh geez, it's been around forever. Uh, to consider it a Bach, actually a Maybach, uh, which is comes from Germany. It's uh, basically like a heavier style wheat beer, I would say. Um, usually, like dark gold in color, should be uh, ABV rounds out at about six point eight percent. Get a pretty good score on uh, on Beer Advocate. It scores at about an eighty nine. So that's a pretty good, pretty good score, especially for a beer that's so widely distributed and and tasted around the world. It's available year round. Like I said, generally good reviews. People usually like it. Um, uh, shouldn't be the, too not hop. Shouldn't be too hoppy. Yeah, apparently, the company's around since nineteen eighty eight, which is yeah, pretty impressive. They grow their own hops. They grow a majority of their own hops that they use because they have their own farm out in Oregon. I want to say is where they're from. Yeah, they're from Oregon. Yeah, so they have their own hop farms and they grow a lot, like pretty much all their own hops they use in their beers. So, yeah, it's one of the uh, national places you can grow hops. Yeah. Oregon. <laughs> At least in the US. They have the yeast that they use is Pac Man yeast. Pac Man yeast? Nice. Yeah, that's what, yeah. But that's how it was used. That's how yeast was described to me in. It uh, gobbles up all the sugars. Yep, gobbles up all the sugars. And that's how you get your, your beer. So, appropriate name for yeast, I guess. <laughs> Very appropriate. Sweet, not sweet. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of sweet toffee. Some, some little toffee notes. Some honey. Definitely some honey. This is the nose portion. <laughs> Where you yeah, smell nose, it. The nose portion. The, the nose, nose. The nose, nose, nose. And that's nose of the Z. N-O-Z. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Such schnoz. Yeah, it's it's just toffee. <laughs> that's the only thing I can get off of it. Caramel, you know, yeah. yeah Caramel, maybe a little yeah. sugar, yeah. Not many bitterness little, or yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't little, be getting any bitterness really. A little herbal kind of yeah. Kind of smell. Yeah, definitely in there too. All right. Well, I'm ready to I'm excited to try it. Cheers. Slancha. Good mouth feel. Yeah, good mouth feel. Super, super mild in taste. Mm. I, I don't know. I wasn't really sure what to expect there, but yeah, yeah. I, I get I get a little, little little floral on that one still, uh from the nose carryover. Little bit of little bit of bitterness on the hops. You don't get any bitterness on that. It's forty IBUs. So, I mean, for me, I'm I'm just particularly. Nope, I get quote, no bitterness. Quote at all. unquote sensitive, but uh, yeah, I know how sensitive you are. <laughs> You're yeah, very I sensitive. Up, I pick up a little bit on on the bitterness, but it's pretty it's pretty well balanced. Yeah, yeah, balanced. Yeah, I do get a little bit of bitters, a little in the back of the tongue, some bitters, um, but it's you know, if you drink. IPAs in any capacity. This is soda pop for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking like double IPA. So this is this is. I'm like, you guys are talking about bitterness. I get no bitterness at all. Yeah, your, your taste buds are dead now, probably. So you know, for detecting anything under what sixty IPUs. Mm. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's a good good drinkable beer. I I would enjoy that on a hot day. I'm surprised you guys haven't had this before. No, I because it's been around like i said it's been around for a while I, I'd 20, say 20 25 years is what uh from what i was reading 
over 25 years actually yeah i'm surprised maybe i've had it it didn't ring any bells the artwork's kind of cool it's like this uh skeleton dude just sitting there drinking a beer crossing his arms so i think i'd recognize that but i can't say i've had this particular product i've had some of the rogues uh when that time you brought that really crazy beer jim um bacon peanut butter bacon peanut butter yeah something like that yeah that was uh, a treat. <laughs> yeah, because they, they partnered with uh, the Voodoo Donut, and they did like a lot of Voodoo Donut flavored beers. And these are the guys. I, let's circle back to beers for one we'll quick second. These are the guys that actually did a, a beer based on the yeast, and I guess Bretomyces found in one of the brewers' beers. Oh my! These are okay. these guys that did this, that beer. Gotcha. So it's, uh-huh. They're a little uh, off on the fringe sometimes, but hence the name Rogue, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah look looking back at my uh <laughs> drinking history, I've had I've had their double chocolate stout mm. uh and a hazelnut brown nectar from them. Um and those were those were tasty as well. The the chocolate stout, I could like just live inside that that drink. It was really, really good. Yeah, but, uh, I remember that one. Yeah. It's like a liquid cake. Yeah, basically. It's a nice, nice little easy sipper. Six point eight. That might sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah, that might. But that's what you're gonna get with like Maybox for your box. Yeah, because they have a little bit more alcohol content than than like they're, they're like like your lighter wheat beers. So a dumb question: What's the difference between a Bach and a Maybach? I think it's the time that the wheat is harvested. Maybe. I have to look it up. I, it's been so long. It's my own <laughs> can't spring questions on us, dude. I know. No, it's a good question. No, it's no, it's a legitimate question. I should <laughs> no, know that. Is, yeah. One is harvested in May, hence the Maybach. That could it could be that simple, but it's not. It's it's M A I, not M A Y. But yeah, it's a Bach beer. All right, that's well, fun. Good beer. I would uh, recommend that. Yeah, Rogue. Uh, they usually make good stuff. Uh, I think I tried one of their hazy IPAs the other day. I'm like, oh, this is decent. Yeah, I never really got on the hazy crusade or the the bandwagon for hazy. It no. is a little too much now. I mean, I'm I try them just because because uh, again, new IPA, I'll try anything once, and I'm like, okay, if if it gets too like some of them are too sweet, and it's like it's not even an IPA anymore when it's too either sour or sweet or whatever they do, they're doing with the haze in there. I'm like, okay, I get it. But I guess they're just trying to market it to non-IPA people like Iris Giant who don't like IPAs. <laughs> if we put enough sugar in it, someone will drink it. Some, some guy will drink it. It doesn't like bitterness. Well, I think that's going to round out the beer portion or the brews portion, I should say. Uh, next up, we are going to shift into the bourbon section. So bourbon's one of the best drinks you can have besides water and beer. And the third one's bourbon. But it, water doesn't have a B in it, so, you know, it doesn't make a cut. So for tonight's tasting, we have one of the, some, I don't know, I always always laugh. I laugh at the names of these because we've done a couple very olds or very, you know, old Barton. Well, this is very old Barton. We did. uh, How old is it? Yeah. So very old Barton. It's a, it's from Sazerac Company. It's uh, six years. It is 85 proof. I don't know. It's, it's hard to find up here in Virginia. I've never seen it in Florida. Um, yeah, I think, I, I'm not recalling the late, what the label looks like off the top of my head. It's kind of like gold and says very old Barton's on it. So this, again, paint in Kentucky. Paint me a picture. Uh, paint you a picture, yeah. yeah. Gold labeling, black letters, mm-hmm. age six years. 
But again, like I said, in Kentucky, it's, it's pretty easy to find. Uh, they make several version uh, proofs of this. So that they're making 80, which sounds bad. This is the 86. They make a 90 and they make a 100. Um, mm. I've heard really awesome stuff about the barrel proof. And I hopefully this will be just goes to barrel proof, even though it's a, a lower ABV. It looks like a Weller bottle. I'm looking it up now. It looks like a like the old school Weller bottles used to look like. So I will say the 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 lighting in here is not awesome to tell the color, but it's gold. It's pretty pale, actually. Pretty pale, yeah. And and this has been aged for six years. That's what they say. Wow. Okay. Some lagging on the on the glass yeah. there when I swirl it. Oh, I had I've had an eight month aging on something. It has just as much color as this. I don't think, you know. It's necessarily correlates to to how much color is imparted. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna hate me, <laughs> but, but okay. uh, the nose on this, uh, you know, when you go to IKEA and you bust open a package of IKEA furniture and you get that particle board smell, that that that's the kind of wood I'm getting from this. I'm I'm getting particle board. I can see some oak, but I'm like, I'm getting some vanilla oak. I am getting some vanilla notes on the nose. Vanilla particle board, yeah. Vanilla particle board. <laughs> I, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's all I can think of now. Sweet. Flat packing. Yeah, this is called the Bjorken. Bjorken. <laughs> or the Fjorken. Whatever, I don't know. All right, I'm ready to, ready to dig in. Yeah, the snow's... I don't know. Particle it's, board. Yeah, I, I can't get much... Yeah, I mean, no, the sweetness... But that's like the way overwhelming smell of it. Yeah, I've actually, I've had this, I've been letting it open up. I poured it like half an hour ago. When I first smelled it, it was just rubbing alcohol. I'm not going to lie. And then now it's it's mellowed out to particle board. So eh, we'll, we'll see. That's an, it's an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Went from terrible to bad. All right. <laughs> that's a sliding scale. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to try this bad boy out. All right. Cheers. Clink. Yeah, it tastes like particle board. Yeah. 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 It tastes mm. like it smells. Um, it's got a lot of sugar taste to it with particle board. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe how, some vanilla. How long have you had this bottle? Has it been compromised in any way? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. It's definitely happening in shipping, but yeah, it's just not. I mean, that nose is not good. Let's see. The t- I'm on. I'm on. What side am I on? Uh, Blackwell Wines is they're selling it. Tasting notes: the initial tantalizing sip hints at Whoa. tropical fruits over the essential vanilla, oak, and caramel. Your palate no, is left. No. Your palate is left sparkling and dry, with the crisp after effects of an extraordinary bourbon. <laughs> I am not getting any of that at uh, all. Man, they must have been drunk on this stuff when they wrote that. Well, that's that's quite possible. They sell uh, this is a working man's bourbon. You can get a uh, 1.75 liter. Oh god, here we go. For $24. Nice. Yeah. Really? Now it's if you selling... go to Costco though, you can get it for 19.99. <laughs> the Costco brand. I don't know. Uh, it's not it's not wretched, right? No, like it's not. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. It's not. We've had worse. Yeah, it's not show. gasoline. I'm right. not drinking gasoline. It's it's not making me have it wanting to like scrape my tongue or anything. But I'm just like, there's nothing. I, nothing I would mix this. Here. I this this is this would be you're having a party over slash people you don't give a damn about here. Drink some. This is 
I would mix with this, but uh, but it tastes it's really watery to me. Like yeah, well you can see the color on it. It's just not. I mean the and the to me the legs are very deceptive because you look at the legs yeah. and you expect it to have a little bit more something. Uh, but right. they're like prosthetic legs, apparently. They're not really, you know. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan Oscar, legs. Oscar yeah, this, 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 exactly. Legs. This, is, this is the Lieutenant Dan of, of Bourbons. You know, you, you can kind of respect it, but you also pity it a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I, you would mix it and you would lose any kind of bourbon taste whatsoever, but it would still, you know. No, if you just put put more in. So wait, so it was a handle of this was $25? Uh, $23.99 USD. Jesus. All right. And it sells out. Like this is on Virginia's. Uh, I'm sure it does. One bottle per person per day list. It's like really popular. Wow. Okay. So it's pop off, but you know. And I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm on the site, and I'm like, the buyers are like, fantastic buying experience. This bourbon is awesome. I'm like, really? <laughs> maybe. You- maybe I just bought a bad batch. I don't know. Uh, I. <laughs> they've they've got a bottle down the store. Maybe I'll, I'll swing by tomorrow and pick it up. What store? Seven Eleven? I mean, it's Virginia's controlled. It's a, oh okay. Their bourbon selection is not horrible. I mean, you can still get anything that you'd normally expect, but rare things. I'm gonna say rare because they they do auctions. They do sorry lotteries for lottery, like man. you know uh, E H Taylor and etc. You know when you're in Florida, you can go down to your your awesome store and pay a slight premium or a lot of premium and find what you're looking for here it's all msrp there's no gouging there's no increase in price it's just what it is what it is so yeah it's but it's good bad but that's the thing about a free enterprise system is that, <laughs> is that you have competition so you can't gouge because uh that's why i'm surprised the mom and pops are able to stay open down here for charging uh 50 bucks for a handle of captain or something because you can go down the street to sam's club and or total wine and or abc and get that same handle for a lot less so it's there's but a lot more bourbon's uh bourbon's a kind of different beast and i say this because bourbon is a collector's item a consumable collector's item you know so things that are harder to find you get you can get captains anywhere you can get jim bean i guess right. a better example anywhere but like if it's some difficulty to find it then yeah, it's a there's a rarity aspect of it, yeah. the collectible aspect of it. So, circle back to our infinity bottle, mm. uh, which infinity bottle for those who aren't familiar is just basically a bottle that you pour the dregs of your other bourbon bottles into. So this I have two bottles. One is like the the uh, kind of a crafted one I'm working towards with the show. That's like things I like, things I think that might go together. And then I have another infinity bottle that's called like the grog bottle. It's just all the random shit that ends up in there. So forts, I think was the name back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so the grog bottle is, is this, uh, it's the very old Barton's bottle and it has probably a healthy amount of it in there. Mm. Circling back to the taste of this though, it's just got some funky undertone. I cannot, maybe it's a particle wet, board undertone. Wet particle board. Wet particle board. Yeah. A sugary, like they put some like honey on it maybe. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, yeah. It, I I don't, mm. yeah. And again, it, it's highly rated in a lot of places. The the again that the, the yeah. barrel proof is going to be rated higher, but but I have to go back to the price. The price kind of shows me that <laughs> even sophistication. Though, yeah, I, look, I, look. You drink. You like what you want. You like what you want to drink. Okay, there are people that that love. Um, uh, God, what's the whiskey? The the peach, 
whiskey. There are people that love Redneck Riviera. Redneck Riviera, exactly. That's so I mean, if you like it, drink it. I just don't you want you market yourself as well, I'm this high class bourbon and then but you you're at like 20 bucks. Cause like the, the website I saw for the fifth was $20. And I'm like, that's not a lot of money for a, a for a, for a good fifth of bourbon really. Cause I mean, I'm usually, but then again, I'm, I'm kind of a snob. So I'm. Yeah. Kind of, we, we border on the snob territory. And, and I don't, again, I don't want to, I don't want to get down on anybody. You, like I said, you drink what you like. I know people that drink uh, honey Evan Williams with, uh, with Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> like sweet i know there's this guy i i know on social media i won't call him out mike but uh <laughs> he just does the weirdest mixes of stuff and i'm like okay but he just he just wants to get uh as the kids say turnt uh, so drink what you like i'm just yeah. like me i'm more of a sipper but i'm just like this one i wouldn't i wouldn't put money towards buying this yeah well i mean if you're if if my favorite drink was Coke, uh, you know, Coca Cola and got to start somewhere. Yeah, run, I mean, run, how much does it handle be? Probably around the same price. Same price. So I mean, hey, I preferred a very old Barton over Beam, and it looks like I actually invested money in this. <laughs> the fumes from this fucking thing are getting uh, me. I'm sorry. I'm just you know, and I and I and I know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I used to drink Beam back in the day. That's what one of the first yeah, bourbons yeah. I started drinking. Everybody, everybody has. I mean, you start I somewhere. Have. You start somewhere. I think that's going to do it for the bourbon portion. That's going to do it for the show. Uh, this is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. And with me, as always, I've got my two great friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. And you can always find us on the social medias. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. At Bourbon Beards. Right. So you can always drop us a line. We have email. You can hit us up at host. We do. We do. We do host at bbbpodcast.net which is also our website you can go to bbbpodcast.net and check it out it's a work in progress as most things are in life but you know you get the gist if you check it out well again thanks for listening and that's our show Hey everybody, thanks for staying to the end. This is the silent bee of the show. Uh, it's the part of the show that doesn't really fit necessarily with the beards, brews, and bourbons, but it's always fun, kind of topical to something interesting. Uh, so again, we are going through the, you know, the COVID crisis like everyone else in the world. And maybe we're uh, getting a little stir crazy, wanting to get out of here. Maybe uh, lift off and go somewhere new. Uh, <laughs> I can see what you did there. Uh, you like it. You like it. We did a rocket show a couple couple episodes ago, but now we're going to kind of focus in on terraforming Mars, going to Mars, you know, leave, leaving Earth and being on Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get your sure. ass to Mars. Find another Get another planet to fuck up. <laughs> Mars is already pretty messed up, I think. There's, There's no probably not a lot you can fuck up. Rocks. Yeah. More rocks. Maybe oh, some ice. Rocks over here. Maybe some ice. Yeah. The, the, the silent beat, the question is here. Okay, assume, you know, Elon Musk wants to terraform 
He wants to get people on it's, Mars. It's e- e- Elon, well, why are you saying Ellen? Ellen, Ellen Musk. Musk. Yeah. Like <laughs> Elon and Ellen DeGeneres had a love child. Because he got, he looks like an Elon. I don't know. Not an Ellen. No, Elon. Yeah, not Elon. Elon. Yeah, I know. Man, Greg is drunk. Go home, Greg. You're drunk. Go home, Greg. You're drunk. He's already right. home. We're already so, home. So. I know. I want to say Mr. Musk. How's that? Musky poo? Very musky. He's very musky. Old musky. Very musky. Old musk. Yeah. Very musk, old musk. Musk man. Yeah. So very old musk uh, is wanting to send people to Mars. He wants and, to own Mars. Yeah, he or, wants to own Mars. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He likes to own things. You know, good for them. Uh, I guess, you know, and then NASA's doing their whole um, lunar gateway. So they're going to set up kind of a, a quasi-permanent station on a lunar, uh, lunar orbit. So you can, you know, fly there, refuel, and then send out to further places such as Mars or Jupiter or wherever. And by the way, the distance between Mars and Jupiter is like astronomical. Well, it's not astronomical. Oh. It's not an AU, but it's a lot. You know. Well, for us, it is. For us to traverse, it's a, it's a, it's a quite a distance. So, I mean, because I don't know the Jupiter. I mean, like the only thing Jupiter would be interesting is the moons because we could maybe mine stuff on like Io or wherever they're. I don't know the moons' names off the top of my head, but, but yeah, they have a lot. Like they have a lot of moons. different moons, something like that. Yeah, it's, that's a lot. A lot of moons. The moons. The best moons. moons are, might have water on them. <laughs> well, I mean, and you're not too far off. I mean, there, there's already companies out there looking at. Uh, mining asteroids and there and then mm. the wealth in the asteroids is like astronomical uh and i, I keep using that term because it's space <laughs> but it's something like uh a couple trillion dollars of wealth in, in one asteroid you know it's mm. it's it's not small potatoes For which potatoes? is what, what you have to grow on mars is potatoes <laughs> our yeah. giant no no comment okay good <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm I'm just here to watch. I'm I'm just here to eat popcorn. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. So I, I'm, I'm a living meme. I was thinking about it here. So I guess you know what would entice you to go to Mars. And for me, I was thinking, you know, if it's the great you know land grab of the 1800s in the, in the U.S., where you know I'm going to give you you know 100 acres or the equivalent of 100 acres of Mars territory. I want Olympus Mons or nothing. That that's it. I just I want the whole. I knew. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. I knew. I was just waiting for someone to make that joke. That wasn't me. Wait, <laughs> right, that was a joke. Yes, that was a joke. Yeah. Oh. Because I know what you're referencing. So good idea. Didn't realize it's a reference to something. It is Mons. Not Mons Venus. That's what you're talking about. Well, never mind. Uh, never it's mind. it's right. fine. No, seriously, I want to own that big ass mountain. All right, sorry, continue. Mount Olympus. I'll just, I'll just fade into the dark and fade into the black. black. Like the deep Careful. space. Careful, if you do that, you'll, be, you'll become a reaver, and then you're really, you're really lost at that point. <laughs> yeah, you want so you want to own big swat, huge tracts of land is what you want to own on Mars. Yeah, that's that's the only way I think I'd be enticed to go there because it, it's going to be a lot of work. It's it's not habitable. It's not going to be habitable in time. Yeah. In an, our I don't know ten generations probably. Um, so I mean, what's the benefit of going? Money and land. Basically, That's basically yeah. it. And yeah. like you want to get away from like people here on Earth. Yeah, I mean that's about as far as way you, you you can get. You know, I guess I guess you can go under the ocean. I suppose that'd be pretty far down, but uh, and about the same probably living quality. Mm. Yeah, no oxygen. Lots of water, though. Yeah, I mean that's why they want to land in ice regions, and because <clears throat> water can be turned to oxygen. Mm-hmm. You know, split that atom, like they did in Total Recall. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a science movie, right? Total legit science. <laughs> it's a mo- it's a molecule, not an atom. Oh, oh fancy. Thank you, thank you, Peter. Thank you. Split that molecule because splitting <laughs> atoms is a lot harder. Yes. That's how you make bombs or perpetual energy. I don't know. I yeah, I, it would take a lot to entice me to go up there because I mean you can't really take advantage of the land anyway at this point. Even unless even if you are super rich, you you'd have to spend almost all your money to to build anything that could sustain you or your family on the land that you would have. You'd ha- you would have to know beforehand that there is some kind of wealth factor that could maybe keep your family wealthy, like some sort of precious metal or right, mineral rights, mineral rights, yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I wouldn't want to, the only thing I would want to do is like orbit the earth at, at this point, but I, yeah, I wouldn't want to go maybe visit the moon, but not live on it. Nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> A little space tourism. Yeah. Cause I saw how, uh, I saw how hard Matt Damon had to work on the Martian. <laughs> stay alive so i'm like yeah no i'm not ready to fertilize uh uh food with my own uh feces yet so yeah night soil is the term yeah night yeah. soil yeah thank you i forgot about that <laughs> yeah grow his potatoes <laughs> which is interesting to think about because i mean wheat and uh barley and uh everything delicious about beer and bourbons won't grow there at mm. any kind of capacity but well, the soil content's horrible i mean you're not you don't have any nutrients that we have here on this planet yeah. to, I mean, to grow anything of really that kind of caliber really. So, yeah. So I guess if you, if you're a Martian, you'll be drinking vodka, you know, with your potatoes. <laughs> yeah. It could be good times. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Checking in. There. Checking in. Irish, yeah. You want to, you want to chime in here, buddy? You want to say your, your two cents? I don't know. I mean, this, what would what would get me? First of all, there's got to be free Wi-Fi. That's that's just you know, <laughs> that's the bare minimum. I got to have free Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, free Wi-Fi. Uh, some type of of shield to stop you from dying from radiation exposure would be nice. I don't. I don't know. Uh, oh, so all the all the current shtick that's going on right now about colonization is basically saying you know it, it is a one way trip. Uh, for me, that would be a deal breaker. I would want some way to get back to Earth. But I mean, I can see the appeal of, of building a new civilization from scratch. You know, I mean, I, I used to play The Sims like crazy. So for me, it would be, uh, yeah, it'd be like The Sims on steroids. I could have fun with that. Sims, Mars if edition. Have, if, yeah, if I did not have a wife and child, uh, you know, because, you know, I'd be, I'd be trying to find some, some Martian booty. <laughs> it's not star trek bro it's not there's no green booty up there buddy no those god damn it dude they're orions that are the green ones okay get with it man oh <laughs> uh, uh, orions uh, martians potato potato uh yeah now i'll be more afraid of running into marvin the martian that's all i have to say about that so insightful yep that's the giant but then again i mean you bring your they probably would want you to bring your family along with you because they'd want they want potential to have more exactly you want to have more kids so they can do more work to reclaim more of the planet so they would probably invite hey bring your whole family up here kind of thing yeah i would think so i would think especially if it's a one-way trip no one's gonna leave well maybe some people some would (laughs) get me away from the small child please but uh 
generally you're going to bring your family. But then, then the, the thought occurs, well, can I bring my cat? Can I bring my dog? Probably you know? not. Pets would not. I don't think it'd be like customs. We can't bring any foreign uh, animals or, or fruits. Everything has to be has to be checked. Yeah, that might be a deal breaker. You know, yeah. wealth, pets, uh, man's best friend. Mm-hmm. How much alcohol can I bring? Yeah, how much bourbon can I bring? Yeah, you know, vodka so so. Exactly. And then you get to worry about them taking the, your stash, and then you'd have to like be like some kind of Martian hillbilly uh, with a shotgun <laughs> sitting on your front porch with yeah. like the with like the hat on top of the on top of the uh, uh, the breathing suit. I forget. It's like that little the, the old school like glass helmet. Oh, like the like a nineteen fifties like big glass yeah. uh, fishbowl helmet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're just sitting on shot, shotgun, you're just <laughs> saying Mars will rise again. <laughs> Mars will rise again. <laughs> Mars will rise one day. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> one of these days, yeah. come back. We're gonna, we're gonna kick our ass. Well, I mean, if you ever watch ticker jabs, right? If you watch um, Earth Earthlings ticker jabs, Earthlings ticker jabs. If you watch The Expanse, though, I mean, that's like the major plot premise of it is... Babylon 5 had that, too. Yeah. There was the like colonies and... Colony on Mars. They won their independence and all that stuff. So, I mean, we could yeah. see a new civil war in about, oh, a couple hundred years. Yeah, hopefully no war. Just uh, yeah, a separation. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, any country, no one likes to be remote controlled, you know, from mm. a, foreign, a foreign nation, basically. Hey, we were, we were colonies once, and look how that, well, well, that turned out. Yeah, not so good for England. Yeah. Good for us. They came back though. They bounced back. Yeah. Anyway, I I think I think we gonna... ran that topic into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> ran it into the uh the we blasted soil. it off. <laughs> Crash landed, but you know, everyone survived, I think. I hope. Came back stronger. That's right. Hashtag bar strong. <laughs> Hashtag bar strong. Uh okay. Okay, I can go with that. Not to be confused with the candy company. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've been sued everything. for that. Yeah. yeah, I might get sued for that one. So we we might not hashtag yeah, that one out so. too much. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for the Silent B. Again, we always appreciate you listening to the show. If you want to reach out to us, we're on the social medias. We have the uh, Facebook emails, as well. The Facebook. So we'd like to hear your. Comments. Oh, we're going to post the uh, the email there, so people can email us questions. Right, we're going to give that out too. Is it host or show? Is it host at or is it show at? So anyway, it's hosts at bbbpodcast.net. And then right. again, we're on Facebook. And what's our Twitter there, Jim? At Bourbon Beards. Right on. So all hit us up. Word. Yep, all one word. Hit us up. We'd like to hear from you. And I think that's going to do it.